Welcome to In the Growth Space. This is the show for business owners and leaders who have a hunger and thirst for growth. I really appreciate you listening in today. Um, if this is your first time listening in, welcome. I always say welcome because I know that we have new listeners all the time. And, and this podcast is really all about growing businesses, growing teams, and, and especially growing you. I love sharing stories of people who have gone on their own growth journey and and who I really want to learn from. So a little bit of it's it's kind of selfish. <laughs> but welcome to this special episode. Today we're going to talk about business and personal growth with one of my good friends, Greg Krim. This episode is really a little bit interview and a lot about good friends just sitting down and, and chatting about growth. So let me tell you a little bit about Greg. Greg put in 30 years into uh, full-time ministry, and he was a, a youth pastor and then a senior pastor and then an associate pastor of a really large church. And then he transitioned out of full-time ministry about five or six years ago into the, the world of real estate. And we were catching up recently, and um, I, I just was amazed at his growth journey. Um, in this interview and, and even, I mean, just in real life, he's, he's incredibly humble and he has accomplished something that very few people do. I mean, he's top 1% of 1%. Um, and, and a few years ago, um, I told Greg about Turning Point. And eventually, as you'll hear in this interview, um, we went together and we actually roomed together. We did the exercises together. And um, part of those exercises is that you write down a partner's dream and you capture the essence of the dream. And I'm not going to tell you any more about that, but just listen in to what, what Greg has accomplished over the past uh, four, five, six years um, since, since we went to Turning Point. I don't want to tell you the story, but I'm going to let the conversation uh, tell you the story. So let's get into it now. Well, Greg, uh, so great to have you on the show. I've been waiting for this for a long time and uh, really excited to actually get a chance to see you and, and chat again. Yeah, yeah, it's been a long time. We just caught up for, I don't know how many years it was that we didn't actually talk. I know. It was a little bit. It was. Well, and you know, that's the cool thing. I think that any time, you know, you have a friend who you can just pick up the phone and start chatting and and like pick up almost like where you left off. That's pretty, pretty cool. And I know, I mean, you got, you, you and I have been, you, we go back a long ways and right. uh, I won't say how long, because it's going to make people think that we're old and we're not. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. It's, that was a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, I, I'd love to just kind of talk a little bit about your growth journey because, you know, um, one of the things that fascinates me, and I think that our listeners um, really love to hear, are, are, are people's growth journey because not anyone is the same. And, right. you know, yours definitely is is a little bit different. I mean, uh, you were in the ministry for a, a long time. Was it 20 years, 25 years? 30 years. 30 years. Actually, wow. 30 years, yeah. 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 Talk a little bit about like that. What was the, what was like the catalyst for, you know, maybe your biggest growth uh, spurt, so to speak? Um, well, so, yeah, so I was in ministry. Uh, again, that's when you and I met years ago yeah. back in Indiana. And um, so was in ministry, uh, was senior pastor for a while, and then uh, moved out to uh, Washington state with a, where I live about an hour and a half north of Seattle and uh, was a pastor, uh, the associate pastor of a, a, quite a large church out here. And um, 
so yeah, as I went through that and as I continued to go through that, realized that um, as I began to mature, that maybe my giftiness stuff wasn't exactly where I needed to be in, mm-hmm. in the church world. And it actually came, to be honest with you, Dave, and you know this about me, um, it was kind of a, um, a little bit of a breakdown, a little uh, mental uh, illness, to be honest with you, a little depression yeah. I dealt with. And um, the church I was at was generous enough to give me a couple months off and get some pretty intensive um, counseling and some help. Mm, yeah. And then after I kind of rediscovered my wiring, you know, exactly who is Greg Krim, because I think yeah. what happened was um, I Greg Krim became Pastor Greg. And honestly, mm-hmm. Pastor Greg was not who I was over the 30 years I became Pastor Greg. Yeah, and I kind of had rediscovered who Greg Krim was. Interesting. And so once I did that, um, came back and after about six months back at the church, I realized I'm not sure I'm wired for this. Yeah. Um, and then he went through a little bit more of that time and then made the decision that it was time to, uh, leave ministry. Mm-hmm. What the challenging thing was, was that what else was I going to do? Yeah. I mean, I left college, right? I graduated from college. Yeah. I had 30 years straight of ministry and it's not uh-huh. like it prepares you for, okay, now I'll go be a mechanical engineer. Right. You know, it's just <laughs> one of those things going, so what do you do now? Yeah. Um, so yeah. I don't know if you want me to go into that. So, so that sure. became absolutely so kind of, yeah. kind of, kind of, kind of my, um, the crux was, Hey, kind of hit this depression after pretty driven life for a long, long time. Yeah. So then what happened was, um, I've always had a, a little bit of an entrepreneurial uh, uh, personality yeah. even within the ministry. And so uh, I had a good buddy of mine that had started a real estate company. And he told me, he said, hey, listen, um, if you wanted to do that, I think you'd be pretty successful at it. Yeah. And so I uh, took the, uh, got the uh, education material, took the task, got my license, and then left ministry. Now, again, this was a big a leap from the standpoint of, okay, I'm leaving one thing to another. I literally had eight months of savings, wow. I had eight months of savings. Yeah. I had one of my uh, sons in a four-year university, another one that was in a community college. And I was either, I mean, I had eight months of savings to live off of. And yeah. I was either, I was betting on myself, either I'm going to make yeah. it or I'm not going to make it. Yeah. So um, that's when that's like, okay. And I was able to within Honestly, uh, my wife and I were just talking about this. Probably only lived off those savings for, you only use three to four months of those savings till I got to be where I was producing my old income yeah. within a few months. Wow. And that, wow. that God just really blessed our, uh, our, uh, our real estate business at that point. Talk a little bit about, you used a phrase, you bet on yourself. And I, I love that because I, you know, there are a lot of people out there who, they they're probably hesitant to to actually place the chips on the table and 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 say yeah man I'm all in. Uh, what was that like for you? What was that like betting on yourself? Um, you know, part of it was, Dave, as I learned about myself through, through kind of through what I, we've always called the crash. Through the crash, is that um, again that entrepreneurial. Um, Kind of, you can. I, I feel like I felt like I could achieve what I set my mind out to do. Yeah. Um, but I never really had a testing ground to do that. Oh, yeah. I, always, I always had a boss. I always yeah. had a board. I always had somebody I answered to. Well, on this one, I'm going okay. The um, any glass ceiling or whatever you want to call it had been lifted. Right. And right. So right now, I have the power 
to make the decisions that I want to make in my business and I can implement them at the speed of which I want to implement them. And that was always kind of the crux in ministry uh, or in anything I did is that I typically move pretty quickly, uh, pretty decisive and, and can, and make a decision and can move pretty quickly, but there's always something holding me back. Yeah. Uh. Well on this, there wasn't. Right. right. And so, so I think that was a thing for me going, I bet on myself because I, I'd shown historically the ability to move fast and make fairly wise decisions yeah. um, that ended up having success. I thought, okay, take all the barriers away from that. Yeah. I've got a pretty good idea that I, I should be able to succeed. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And, and so I know that there was a point in your journey that, um, we actually connected up and we, we went to the event, uh, turning point. And I don't remember if that was before or after you left the ministry, but you know, what, what point was, was that in your story? Okay. So that was right after. So I went into, um, cause we're in turning point. We were talking about 2016. Okay. So I had left, I had left the ministry and gone into real estate in 2015. Yeah. Okay. So it was a year before. Yeah. So part of it was, you know, I'm out of my own stuff and I wanted to be able to really begin to develop a mindset Mm. um, and was looking for stuff. I was looking, I think, I think I was looking for coaching. I was looking for stuff and I knew that you were um, on the John Maxwell team and doing that. And so it was probably a year, year and a half, because I think it was in May, April or May of 2000. Yeah, it was in May. So, so I would have, so it had been about almost a year and a half. And so I talked about coaching, talked about mindset stuff, stuff like, and you said, Hey dude, there's this, this turning point thing that I think would be beneficial. And you and I hadn't seen each other. We talked on the phone a lot, but we hadn't personally seen each other. So it's like, and you said you were going. Yeah. Well, let's just go. And then we ended up being able to share a room there um, in Atlanta and hit the turning point thing. And so it was awesome. It was cool, man. And, and, and I tell you, one of the things that I have told people about is that it was cool to be able to be at that event. And, and you and I did um, all of the exercises together. You know, right. we knew each other so well. We know each other so well that when right. when we were doing the exercises, it felt like safe. It felt right. safe. It felt comfortable. Right. Well, right. I wouldn't say it was always comfortable, but it, it felt safe. Right, right. <laughs> you know, and, right. And, and that was a cool thing. And I think that, um, you know, just having uh, someone there that you could actually partner with on those exercises was really beneficial. But, um, let, you know, t- t- what was it that actually, uh, other than the fact that, you know, I, I told you about it, but as you like, sh- you know, kind of, I don't know, I don't even want to say struggle, but as you weighed the decision in your mind to go, Right. What was it that really kind of pushed you over the top and said, yeah, I am going to go. I'm going to do this. Um, I think a couple different things is I know just being so new into the new business, I hadn't reached uh, my stride yet. Yeah. And so I wanted to get some kind of be able to re-envision of what I wanted to become. Mm. So I think that was a big piece. Yeah. Is, okay. Okay. I just started out this. So re-envision what I become. Now, let me pause and say, let's say that you didn't just start a new business, you know, if you're listening to the podcast, but yeah. you're going, Hey, I'm thinking about possibly making a move. I think it's yeah. still important if you're saying, Hey, I've got this dream, yeah. um, to, 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 it really enables you to, again, what I say, give you a vision or re-envision yourself yeah, yeah. and something. So I think that was a huge piece. 
Um, and then the other thing is, David, is um, in my upbringing, I would say it was a little bit more of a uh, more of a negative thinker. Uh-huh. You know, it was, it was a little bit more of a negative thinker. Um, I was raised in a family that I would say in a standpoint of uh, financial world, uh, more of a scarcity mindset. Yeah, sure. And that 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 just had some um, had a little bit of grip on me. Right. So mm-hmm. I needed to go. Okay, how do I again? It's it's a um, almost a rewiring mm-hmm. or retooling yeah. um, to come out of that. How, what what are some tools I uh, need that I wasn't aware that I open my toolbox? I, there's some, there's not some tools there, but I don't even know what kind of tools I need. Sure. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so it's like so I'm going. Not only do I not know how to use the the tools, but I don't even know what the tools are. Right. Right. And so so yeah. I wanted to go discover. Okay, what is it that I can glean from this that's going to give me the ability to reset and rewire a long standing mindset really and as you know and i I know you coach uh, a lot of your uh coaching clients um you know mental and it's all about i i think that so many people have the the capability yep but i think the mental aspect is what holds so many people back Oh, and so, so, those, yeah, for sure. so those two things, re-envisioning yeah. myself, what, what can I become? Yeah. And then what are the tools to overcome um, or rewire some longstanding um, thought patterns? Yeah, yeah. That, that were kind of holding me back. I, I love that, man. And, you know, and I, I think, you know, the, talk about the visioning for a second, because I just remember when we were doing the exercise where we're, we're, we're sharing our dream. Um, I know for me, there was um, in that process, there were there were things that came out of me that like I didn't even know were there. Like, where did that come from and, and how did yeah, that yeah. become part of my dream? And I'm, right, I'm wondering right. about you, like, you know, as you remember your dream and as you you know articulated it during you know that that, that event, right. were there things that like came out of you that maybe you were surprised at? Um. Yeah. The dreams that I had were bigger than I thought they were. Oh, you know, I mean, it, it, it gave me the, gave me the courage to go, wait a second. Yeah. No, I can do this and I can become this. That's you know, so cool. there, uh, there was a couple of things. Um, and I don't mind sharing this with you uh, and with your listeners. Um, but there was an income goal yeah, that right. I had, um, yeah. and that income goal, and you reminded me of it <laughs> yeah. um, because I thought I thought it was five hundred thousand dollars a year, and no. it was actually seven hundred fifty thousand dollars a year. And when I want yep. my annual income to hit that, yep. And if everything goes away, it's lined up, and everything in the pipeline, we hit that um, starting at the end of this year. Amazing. We'll hit that seven hundred fifty. Uh, I never even thought. Yeah. I mean, that's not even a number. Going, what the heck? That's a crazy number. Yeah, out there. But it's like one of those things. We put it down, and we have proof because you wrote it down. I did. But, I did. Uh, that's so amazing. Yeah, because when I you don't. shared it with me, I wasn't sure you you, you want to share that. But I mean, that's so cool that you did. Because, I mean, as, as you're sharing that, I'm going, dude. Look, I, I'm I've got this written down. What your goal yeah, was? Yeah. Did you realize yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. So that was a big one. Another one was that was way way out there. And again, remember, I was only a year and a half into the the new business. Yeah, is um, I had around three hundred fifty thousand dollars worth of debt, which it was my home, a um, couple car payments, stuff like that. And I wanted to pay that off like in three years. Yeah. Well, two years and ten months later, 
it's gone. It's right. Gone. It was gone. Amazing. And so, Amazing. so those were the two things. And the other thing it was, I, we, you and I were laughing about it's like, okay, <laughs> the three things is I wanted to get the certain income. I wanted to get to a point of uh, debt freeness, yep. um, which I've been able to do. And the third thing was to share the stage with Paul. Yes. yes. So we're, so and it's hilarious. It's like, I know, day, someday, to, to, after I reach those goals, be able to go, Hey, listen, this stuff actually works. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. so Uncle Paul, if you're listening, <laughs> get get my number from Dave. Just hey, get my number, Dave, and let all, me know. All, all you need to do is actually you you come in April, man, and and we'll make it happen. There you go. <laughs> me and Paul. Yeah, and you Paul and Paul, man. There. there you go. So oh, so those oh. are the things. So so like the income, it's not that big a deal. And you and I've talked about this, and some people, yeah. um, you know, you and I've talked about this because my my company now has changed. Not only am I still a licensed real estate agent. But I've got into building and developing, yeah. and that's kind of the primary what I do now is is yeah. build uh, homes and multifamily and do neighborhood developments and multifamily developments. Um, and so, uh, so I do that now. Um, but it's one of those things where you and I talk about. I don't money is not that big a deal to me, and yeah. and it's like it's funny because it wasn't that big a deal when I wasn't making that much. Yeah. And it's really not that big a deal. And you know, I talked about this. Yeah. I actually, this is, uh, you and I laugh about this. This is dressed up for me. Yeah, I'm, in car, I'm in cars yeah. in a hoodie yeah. um, all the time. And then when I'm home, my uniform is um, sweatpants and a hoodie. I, love um, it. <laughs> I don't own or desire to own a lot of stuff. I just don't. The biggest thing I told you is the unbelievable amount of money you'd be able to give away to yeah. organizations, charities, so cool. and individuals. Right. Um, and, you know, I always used to think this was so funny, people that had money, you know, people that were multimillionaires and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, such a blessing to give it away. It's like, yeah, that's a blessing. But you also have nice stuff. Um, yeah. I always kind of doubted that, but it really is the best part. Yeah, that's really so cool. The best part is giving it away and blessing other people. Amazing. Um, it's been unbelievable to me. So, yeah, uh, yeah so those goals ha were happened. They were bigger than I thought they're going to be. Um and they were accomplished. Yeah. Well, and, and, and yes, they were accomplished, but let me ask you this. Was it a straight line? No, Meaning, no, no. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. 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 No, it's not. And the other thing is David is, um, and you and I touched base on this in a private conversation that we had. Um, the thing that I want, I want to say discourages cause I don't get discouraged about it, but with any event like uh, a turning point or a leadership, thing yeah. is that people will go get unbelievable content mm -hmm. they won't put it into practice or they'll get high you know yeah. i call it the conference high right they come yeah, back right. and they 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 implement part of it for three or four months and then they kind of fall back into um yep. their pattern and they never accomplish it until the next conference right. they go to another conference and they do it over again they go to another conference and there's people that i've known that are conference holics yes, you know they just go yes. to conference and they never implement anything right and that's why because some people at other people had asked me hey you know do you want to do a leadership conference up and i just told them, I go, hey i don't speak at those things and this is going to sound harsh yeah. it's like because i don't want to waste my time because 95 percent of people aren't going to do what i at what i suggest anyway so i'm not yeah. going to waste my time when i've got time more valuable going somewhere else right right now that may seem harsh but yeah. what i'm saying is and that's the thing with people let's speak specifically at turning point um is that and i've got no i mean you're you know run for just know i've got no vested interest in i mean i hope i <laughs> i hope it sells out yeah, incredible yeah. success um 
But if you go, you have to do what is said to do. Absolutely. And you have to do it over a long period of time. You and I talked right. about this. Right. Okay. I'm just now reaching those goals that we talked about, those dreams that we talked about. 2016, what were 2022? Yeah. Right. 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 And the goals that you, I remember some of the dreams and goals you yeah. wrote down. <laughs> you're still in the process. Uh, I mean, you're, you're got some of them. Yeah. But you're still not I'm still in the so, process. Yeah. And, and that's the thing. It's not, I think when people sit there and will listen to you or listen to Paul and Paul tell some of his stories and you're going, yeah. oh man, it must be nice to be Paul because, yeah. you know, he just was able to accomplish that. Well, Paul, it's a long journey. Yeah. You, know, you have to do it over a period of time and continue to make consistent uh, and persistent decisions. Yeah, yeah, for so sure. Eventually get there. It's not, and dude, what <laughs> were we? We were, fi- were we early 50s when we went there? Yep. So I'm trying to think how old we were. We're like, yeah. so, I, I think yeah, I was like so 52, we, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I wouldn't, and so yeah, it's probably 53. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So, um, so that's what I'm saying. It's like, dude, can you imagine if we were 35? Oh gosh. Yeah. I know. At, at yeah. any point, I mean, if we're oh. 35, 25, anything like that. And to be able to do it, it's like, yeah, the it's limitless if you get there. Now, again, which tells you two things. Number one is if you're 25 or 35, what a head start you're going to have. Absolutely. But if you're, if you're in your 50s or 60s, it's not too late. You can, Yeah, exactly. I'm glad you said that because it isn't too late. Yeah, absolutely. I, I You know, yeah. I tell people like when I turned 50, that was kind of like my midlife awakening. I mean, if if, yeah. if God gives me 100 years, that was mid, mid, midlife. Um, right. But, but it's, yeah, it's never too late. It, it really right. isn't. And, 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 you know, I think that just being able to, I want to pick up on something you said though, too, because like getting, getting the content and, and learning the process is one thing, but actually putting it into practice day in huge. and day out is huge. huge. And, you know, talk a little bit about maybe like your habits because you, you create, I mean, I know you're a creature of habit, just like me. Right. And so like, right. what were some of those habits that maybe even you had to tweak and change after you came back from turning point? Right. Um, you know, one thing is when I first got back was a morning routine, um, mm. which mm. I was a lot more. Um, and, you know, when you do something new, right, you have to be really, really intentional about it. Yeah, for sure. And so you're really, really intentional. I wouldn't say I'm as intentional now as I was, but I would not be where I am without doing it. Yeah. So, yeah. so a morning routine of affirmations, yep. um, uh, journaling, yep. uh, a lot of stuff that you guys will teach, a lot of those kind of things. Uh, reading some books that were suggested by uh, folks at Turning Point. Yeah. And I will tell you a huge piece for me um, was, and I don't, again, I haven't followed up with you or Paul much, but um, Paul did. And I can't remember what it was called. The Think and Grow Rich. I don't know. Was it a mastermind maybe? Was it a Think and yeah. Grow Rich? Uh-huh. Yeah, you did a mastermind. Is it called yeah. mastermind? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so yeah. I I went through that with Paul. Yeah. And I think I've read Think and Grow Rich uh, two times after that. Yeah. So I've read that in three, three times. That was a life-changing book. Uh, yeah, for, no doubt. For, for my, for my video, remember talk, talking about changing past patterns of thinking. Yeah, that was, was it. it. Yeah, and so that, and then going um, when Paul hosted uh, the online mastermind, that was huge. So yeah. I think those were the things: the morning routine, specifically, yeah. 
uh, the, again, part of rewiring my thinking and thinking grow rich in the mastermind was huge. Yeah. Um, the other thing that was huge, that's huge. I think David, for a lot of people, um, is the accountability, yeah. um, to have somebody to keep on going, because what's going to happen is right. you and I know this, yeah. uh, we left turning point. We start to share the dream and some yeah. of the dreams, which again, to you and me, as we're sitting there going, yeah, that seems realistic. We share outside that setting. They're what we would call uh, uh, dream stealers. Dream stealers. Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I'm, that's not original with me as somebody. And I remember you and I talking and you yeah. had some people that was like, and you were yep. discouraged. Yep. It's like, dude, man, yeah. don't let it, don't get discouraged. It's your, this is how you're wired. This is how you're going to do it. Yep. Keep the course, stay the course. Yeah. Yeah. And I think accountability and having that positive reinforcement. So I think, that accountability um, and coming out of that is huge because what happens is, in my opinion, yeah. is that people will start to do things. You know what? I know that's what Turning Point said, but if I just do this, um, and let me let me take this out of this into the real estate world real yeah. quickly. Yeah, I would coach people when I was doing real estate specifically. Um, you have to have so many what I would call um, warm contacts a day whether sure. it be phone calls, in-person conversation, stuff like that, because it's yeah. just a numbers game. Sure. And so you had to have those many conversations, stuff like that. Yeah, Greg, I know that works for you, but you know <laughs> what? I'm going to do this the really cool Facebook video. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah, but you're not, it's not pressing the flesh. It's right, not right. one-on-one. It's not a conversation. You're not yep. asking anybody the questions. Um, are you thinking about buying or selling, or do you know someone who's thinking about buying or selling their house? Yeah. That's a question that I ask people 15 or 20 times a day. Yeah. You're you're spending two days not having any live conversation. Believe me, it what I'm doing works. And I yeah. it's not my deal. I learned it from somebody else, right? right, right. That wasn't original with me. I learned yeah. it from somebody else. I did it and I was blessed with very good success. Yeah. These other people I talk about, the video, the and, <laughs> and I'm not saying anything's wrong about doing videos on Facebook. I'm not yeah, saying yeah. that at all. Right. But they said, I'm just going to tweak this a little bit and they're no longer in the business. Yep. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so you need somebody to say, okay, remember what we learned in Turning Point? Yep. You know, if you had that friend like you and I had, or if you uh, meet somebody there, yeah. you have that accountability saying, hey, this is your dream. Remember what Dave said in this. Yep. Remember what Paul said in this. Yep. Um, we've got to do. Yeah. And so I think that's a huge piece yeah. of making sure that you, again, it's, and you and I know this, it's just <laughs> action. You've got to have the action. You can't just think about it. You can't reinvent the wheel. It's invented for us. Right. All we've got to do is just put into practice. Is it going to be uncomfortable? Heck yes. It's yes. Be is it going <laughs> to take you out of your comfort zone sometimes? Absolutely. Yes. Sometimes it's not because it's right in your wheelhouse, but is it going to be uncomfortable? Is it going to stretch you? Are you going to be a little, uh, yeah, you're going to do, I mentioned something you and I had a private conversation once that the way that I got over that uncomfortableness, cause I saw, I had it yeah. regularly is that you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it. Yep. And what I mean by that is perfect example. You know what? I don't want to make this phone call to this potential <laughs> client right now. Yeah. And I don't want to do it right now. Okay. Right. So I don't want to do it. And I don't want to do it right now. So you know what? And that, whenever I had that gut feel, that visceral, yeah. And I picked up the phone right there. Just that was always it. a trigger to me. Yeah, I love that. that. I mean, you know what? I don't want to call this person or I don't want to do this one uh, CMA, uh, comparative market analysis. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this. Whenever I had that, I immediately stopped right there and did that right then. That's when you and needed it was just to do it. And it into action because, man, yeah. we can lose hours 
yeah. uh, just spinning our wheels doing nothing and that's going to produce no results versus doing something that's going to produce results. Man, you know, I love that because, you know, it actually took me back um, to the obstacle course when we were doing the the, the ropes course, you know, and, yeah. and like, I, I you know, the, doing the one, the one event or the one, the one obstacle where you, you climbed the pole and you got to this, this, you know, like a little platform mm-hmm. and the nice little guy at the top hooks you into this cable and you're standing on this little thing that's like 18 inches tall. It's a little platform. And I knew that like, it was up to me to, to, to jump. And, you know, I knew that on the other side of that, it was going to be great, you know, because it was a zip line and, but yet it was like, Holy cow, you know, I'm, I, I'm, I'm standing here, but basically I said to myself, three, two, one go. And I just did it. And, you know, and, and I think that that whole process of the obstacle course helped to solidify the things that we were learning, you know, in the the conference room, because we got to to get out there and feel uncomfortable. And the same thing you were just talking about, when you feel that trigger coming on, that's the time you do it. And that's the time you just need to take action. And um, I mean, I, and I really think that's the key. And, and I love too, that you talked about accountability, because I mean, you and I've been accountability partners for a long, years. long time, you know, years, yeah. and um, we, we won't, we won't record some of our secrets. That's for sure. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Because we were, we were very, uh, I've told people many times before that, and I, I still reference our, I said, you know, I'd had Me this, too. you know, we, when we were in Fort Wayne, Indiana, yeah. you know, we did 11 years. Oh man. I can't and, believe and, it. 11 years. Yeah. And I told people, I said, you know, I had an accountability partner. And I said, and he knew everything about yeah. me. I said, he would know every, I said, I would, I could give him my checkbook. He would know how much is in my safe. Yeah. He would know my, my deepest, darkest secrets, my yeah. sins, my yep, successes. Likewise. Yeah. I said, we just, I said, it was truly one of the most valuable relationships I've ever had in my lifetime. Yeah, me too. Me too, man. I'm, I'm telling you, having that, that, that ability to go deep and just to kind of, right open things up and just to be able to go here I am man um was huge and I, I knew I, I I know that I grew from that so much oh, huge, and it was huge. I mean it was such a because I never I never really learned that as you know as a kid yeah. I mean I grew up in a yeah. great a great family right. um, but I just never learned how to like open up and be vulnerable and and, and share some of those you know details but yeah. having that accountability partner where you're safe um yeah was was huge it really was huge yeah. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, let, let's talk a little bit about the obstacle course for a second, because I want to just, you know, sometimes people, you know, when they hear, oh, there's turning point and there's the, you know, the ropes course, they right. feel like, oh my gosh, you know, I don't know. Do you need to be in shape and all that kind of stuff? And first of all, the answer is no, you don't have to be in like, right. you know, you don't have to run a triathlon. Um, right. And it's a kind of a choose your own adventure kind of a thing. Absolutely. We, we, you know, you could go the insane route, you know, route. You could go the the chicken little route with Paul, and right. we weren't going to go the chicken little route. So we kind of, right. you know, split the middle there. And <laughs> right. So, yeah. what was it like for you? I mean, what, what, what any experience stand out for you at the at the ropes course? Yeah, and, and let me echo what you just said because yeah, I think some people would be there is a chicken little where you aren't even hardly off the ground. Right. And then there's the extreme, and I I think we were probably about that three quarters mark. And here's what the yeah. reason I couldn't go. It's I chose not to go to I'm I've got a fear of heights. Yeah. Yeah. And so um and so I knew 
we were in a very safe environment. So it's like, you know what? I'm going to push myself. Yeah. And we were in a group besides you and me. I don't remember. There's maybe four, five, four other yeah. people in our group. Yeah. And the first one wasn't that challenging, but then that second one with the tires. Yeah. And it was yeah. Like we, we, we were climbing tires and then you had yeah. to kind of maybe this little rope ladder and yeah. then something else. Uh-huh. And I remember getting halfway up the, and I remember being um, really anxious yeah. going into it. I mean, I remember what, cause I think like the first or second person that went up there was like a, a squirrel on a tiny <laughs> branch. They were just, they went up that thing so quick. I'm like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> so, and then, That's and then, funny. then it was like, another, there was like, uh, uh, you know, a woman went up there just like, boom, 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 I'm going, holy smokes. <laughs> and so, uh, um, so I got up and I remember having to work on my breathing. I mean, there was a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And yeah. so I pushed myself and went, I've got to do it. I mean, that's yeah. why I'm here. Yeah. I push through it. You know what? Worst case scenario, you fall and you're in a harness. You're not yeah. going to get hurt whatsoever. Right. right. And so <laughs> push through it. I remember getting halfway through it and then my heart was beating and I'm Taking deep breaths and go, okay, just and just one piece at a time, climbing this thing up. And then oh, that yeah. thing that you had just mentioned, you know, yeah. climbing up that post, that was a, a more challenging. I just couldn't look down. Yeah, um, yeah. Because it was quite a far, quite a distance up. Yeah, it was. Um, it was like 60 so we, feet up there, I think. You know? Yeah. And so we climbed that up there. And so you're exactly right. We did the little tire thing, rope uh, ladder first. And that pushed me through, which gave me confidence to do the other one. And I will yeah. tell you what. Um, the, how, what I want to say, the confidence that I had or the, the, the sense of accomplishment, that would be oh, it. Sense yeah. of accomplishment I had after doing those three things mm. were massive. It was massive. Interesting. Um, because just like you said, you know, it was up to you to take, jump off that, that 18 inch platform to the zip line. Yeah. But um, it, it was a massive overcome for me. It was Amazing. a massive overcome for me. Yeah. And so that was, uh, when you guys built turning point to add that in there is a brilliant yeah. um, piece because again, the better, no matter where you are, if you're a chicken little, there's yeah. still things that are challenging at Absolutely. For, for a chicken little person. Yeah. And you're for an extreme person. There's challenges at that extreme level. Yeah, exactly. Not a walk in the park for anybody, unless you're one of those people that like fly those squirrel suits. <laughs> yeah. You know, you ba- base jumper. I mean, if you're a base yeah. jumper, maybe it's not that. Maybe challenge. it's not that big of a deal. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> but for for us, it was it was huge, and it was a confidence builder, and it was yeah. the sense of accomplishment was massive. Yeah, Just massive, and gives you confidence. Of, okay, if I can make that decision and overcome that. It gives me confidence to take a step in maybe another area um, that um, I am a little nervous to do. Man, you know, that's so, I think that's really big too, because, and and I remember Paul talking about that, it, you know, this is a metaphor and and, and what we're going to be experiencing out there on the ropes is, is a metaphor and for everything that we've talked about in here. And, and I kept, I remember kept thinking about those things, like exactly what you said, like, look, if I, if I can climb this big, this pole. And if I can jump off the zip and into the zip line, I can do some other things that are hard too. And, and I yeah. think that that's, that was maybe the catalyst that started me working on those habits that I needed to make, make so that I could achieve my goals and, and, and really make progress on my goals. And so um, I, I think that that's the, the biggest thing I think for me, it, you know, and, and I, I want to go back to something you said too earlier, because there was something that you said about your, your habits and, and your rituals. 
I don't know. I don't know if you remember this or not, but a long time ago when we were accountability partners, we, we talked about journaling, right. You know, and, right, right. and, um, and then um, I think you were the one that actually exposed me to Hal Elrod, the miracle morning. Yes. Yes. And I was never a morning person. Yeah. I, you know, now I'm routinely waking up well before 5.00 AM because of that book and because of yeah. that practice. And I think that having a morning ritual sets, at least for me, and, and you know, I know, and we've talked about this before, you know, having a morning ritual sets my day up. And, and ever since I started that practice and like journaling, like I, I journal nearly every morning, it's been right. such an amazing way for me to be able to get clear on either what I'm working on, um, what my goals are, what my dreams are, the, right. you know, kind of connecting with, you know, who I really am. And right. um, that's been really huge for me. And I think that the the turning point in in, in particular, as we're talking about the this process of growth, I mean, I think that that while we didn't necessarily talk about journal, well, actually, we did talk a little bit about journaling, um, you know, that that part or that component helps to almost solidify the things that you're learning in, you know, in, in the in the conference room on the ropes right. course and then kind of pulling it all together. Right. Yeah. No, it's key, especially when you come when you come back. Right. Because you're getting yeah. your, you get that conference high. Right. Yeah. Um, but th I think this, the first couple of weeks right after that, man, so key to continue to uh, journal, write, process, right. that kind of thing a few weeks afterwards, because you're going to lose it Yeah. Um, if you don't. You know, yeah. I, I think that's going to be a key. And again, if you are there with somebody like you and I were yeah. um, to continue to, to have some pretty regular contact, especially that first two weeks to a month afterwards. But if you don't go with somebody you know, again, you, as you know, you'll you'll pair up with somebody throughout uh, some of the processing. Yeah, is to to hook up with one of those people and exchange numbers. And yeah. I mean, the technology that we're in now, right? And with the yeah. zooms and the teams and stuff like that, to be able to have face to face, can, yeah, yeah, it's huge. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think it's a benefit to really again start to put into practice some of those things that you you learn. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I love hearing your growth journey and I love just, you know, being able to share some time with you and, 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 you know, I think it's powerful for other people to hear, you know, stories like yours who, you know, you, you go from being, you know, a pastor, being in full-time ministry, getting into the entrepreneurial world, now working in real estate and, and, and the development building and development um, arena, just to that progression and, and, and being able to, um, work through the difficulties and the challenges of mindset. And, and you even talked about, you know, the, the money mindset. Um, I, I think that, you know, just hearing those stories gives other people the hope and gives other people yeah. that are maybe listening to this. Look, I may have a dream. I just don't maybe know what it is right now. And, and right. maybe I just need a process to, to, to get it out of me. And yeah. I, I think that, you know, obviously, you know, I think turning point is one of the best at, at, at doing Huge. that. Huge. Well, you know, kind of as we you know come in for a landing here, um, is there anything that maybe you you think we ought to just uh, chat about, or sh if you wanted to share anything that um, you know would would, would be um, key, you know, key, key for somebody maybe thinking about going to Turning Point, or 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 key to just making the next step in their own growth journey, right? Um, yeah, I would say a couple of things, and again, I want to clarify, I. Uh, I'm not asked to plug. I wasn't asked to plug. No, 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 no. So I was that, but I will tell you this, um, David, and being in ministry for 30 years, I bet you I've been to 
70 conferences, yeah. you know, at least, um, including how Ed Elrod's Miracle Morning Conference. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, which was good. There, for me, there's nothing that has come close to Turning Point. Mm. There's nothing that's come close to Turning Point. It was life-altering mm. for me. Um, it was a phenomenal experience. And so um, I think if anybody's listening to this, and go, it goes back to what I was saying about action, you yeah. can even think about it. You yeah. can think about it. You can go, oh, okay, yeah, that'd be nice. Or you could, you know, have somebody dream steal from you or right. make an excuse. It's just a couple of days, especially right. if you're on the East Coast. I mean, shoot. Yeah. I'm sure there's other people that came internationally. I think you have some international I guests do. coming yeah, yeah. to this one. But in the continental United States, I'm not sure anybody flew as far as I did from, I mean, literally, I'm 13 miles from the Canadian border up here. Yeah, right. You know? right. Yeah. So, so, so if you're on the east side, man, you just yeah. need to, it's a hop, skip, and a jump um, to be there. So I would put that into action. Mm -hmm. um, and it goes back to that. You know, so many of us, again, we do, we have, uh, I call them the, late night ceiling staring moments, <laughs> right? Where I'm in my bed, yeah, you can't right. go to sleep. You're kind of stare, staring at the ceiling and you start to dream. Yeah. You just do it's, 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 it's in so many of us yeah. that you start to dream, boy, I wish I could do this, or I wish I could start this, or mm -hmm. I wish I could do this. And the deal is you can, yeah. I will tell you this. Um, there is nothing special about me from the standpoint mm -hmm. of tools or gifts that I bring to the table. There really isn't. I'm mm -hmm. just a very, very simple person. Mm -hmm. um, I really am. And so none of my ideas are original with me. They're always, <laughs> I'm just taking what people had success and putting it into action and yeah. it's translated into success. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Um, and I'm saying it's, you can have that for any of any of the listeners right now yeah. is that if you can, I mean, it sounds so cheesy, but if you can imagine it, <laughs> yeah. you can really become it. Yeah. Because again, you and I are perfect examples. You know, rewind to 2016. Yep. And we were not even close to where we are now. And now where we are, it all happened. And again, and I can tell people this, there's nothing special about David either. I've That's right. For many years. <laughs> yes, exactly. He's known me for many years. I've been known for many years. There's nothing special about him. Um, but no, I'm just saying, there, as you know, there's nothing, I mean, you and I have known each other. There's nothing we really bring to the table, but just go and we just are learners. Yes. And then we put into action what we learn. Exactly. That's it. It yeah. can be done. It can be done. I believe with all my heart. And so, yeah. man, I hope uh, you have to turn people away. Yeah. People, yeah. I, I, I just do, believe I do it. too. Well, and I, 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 I love that, uh, that comment because it's, it's really about taking action. I mean, at the end of it the is. day, it's, there's the things that, that, that I know people will learn if they go to turning point is are, are, are just great things. They're, they're great things. But oh, if you, huge. if you don't put it into action, it's like, you know, looking into the mirror and forgetting what you look like when you walk away. Right. I mean, I, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you, you recognize that, that, that reference. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So we, we got to be able to, to, to take action. And um, I, I, you know, I, I could sit and talk with you for a, oh, a long time because I know there's so a, great. There's so many things that we could get go into, oh. but I know we're we're pressed for time. But yeah. um, man, thank you, thanks for sharing your growth journey. Um, seriously, I, oh. I really do thanks appreciate for asking it, me. Friend. Yeah, no, I, 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 you know, I just I love sharing stories, and especially yeah. when they're people that you know I, I, I love and have have known for a long time. It, yeah. it makes it you know really easy. But um, yeah, so um, 
Yeah. Any, 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 any final comments that you want to make? I know I, know I asked you one other time, but <laughs> yeah, no, I, not Dave. I just, again, I appreciate you. I appreciate what you do. Yeah. Um, appreciate Paul and, you know, again, catalyzing yeah. this, this thing. And so again, yeah. my final thoughts are just, I hope you're in a situation right now. You just need to take some action. Just yeah. do it, you know? Yeah. Um, and if I think turning point is huge to do that. So I would just, I, I can't encourage people strong enough. Yeah. I believe that if you take what you, you go there, take what you're going to put into action. I really do believe that you can accomplish what you set out your mind to. Right on, right on. Well, thanks for being here, my friend. I really appreciate thanks, it. brother. Thanks. Well, I hope you really enjoyed this uh, special episode of In the Growth Space. I, you know, when, when Greg and I were talking uh, a couple of weeks ago, um, I just couldn't help myself. His growth journey has been so amazing. And, and there were some key takeaways that I gleaned from our conversation that I just wanted to make sure that I highlighted here at the end. And, and the first thing I think is that, number one, you've got to bet on yourself and, and you've got to be able to um, start wherever you are. Just begin proving to yourself um, that you can do it. Begin proving yourself and, and then you'll be ready to, to place the chips on the table and, and, and go all in and, and really bet on yourself. The other thing that I really think is important is that um, success is never a straight line. It, it's, it's, it's never um, from point A to point B. Um, you're you're going to kind of take some meanderings along the way. You're going to maybe even go backwards a little bit. But it does take action. It takes consistent and persistent action. And and really, that's what Greg did. I loved uh, our little uh, part of the conversation at the end when, hey, there's really nothing special. And it's true. I mean, there's really nothing special about him or me. And there's nothing special uh, about anybody who's achieved success except they took action and they became the person who was consistent. They became the person who was persistent. And one of the things that we talked about, it really is the morning ritual or the morning routine. I believe that's really crucial to get momentum for your day and to get momentum for your dreams. So I kind of want to add that in as as a key component of, of growth, of personal growth and, and really achieving your dreams. The other thing is we talked about accountability and accountability really is a big piece of success. Having someone who comes alongside you, doesn't judge you, but holds your dream and holds you accountable to your dream. It's really important. It's one of the main things that I believe is so beneficial of having a coach or having a mastermind group, because by having those people or that person that will hold you accountable, it's going to propel you to success because they're going to ask the questions, hey, what got in the way? Why didn't you do this? What happened? Let's let's talk through it. And, and having that, that person come alongside and create that accountability, uh, it, it's just huge. One of the things that Greg said too was that when you have to do what you don't want to do, do it right away and create that habit, create that habit of just doing it. Even when you start to feel yourself not wanting to do it, that's when you have to step into it and almost kind of create some kind of a trigger in your own mind so that you take action. I really think that the key um, from this conversation is, is take action. Yes, get your mindset straight and get your mindset set right and becoming 
the person that you need to become. And in order to do that, you have to take some kind of action, some kind of imperfect action to go forward. So as as Nike would say, just do it. And and to that end, the one thing that I would sh- I would say, and I know we were talking a lot about Turning Point, but I also am so passionate about Turning Point because I have seen so many lives changed. I mean, Greg even said it himself. It's, it's life altering. And so I want to encourage you to take action on the date that this particular episode is dropping. There's only a few days left to the early bird uh, pricing and early bird offer with a, a bonus teaching from Paul Martinelli. So go to davidmcglennon.com forward slash turning point and um, get registered. Um, just just take action. That's one thing that you can do to put yourself into that growth space. So thanks for listening to this special episode of my conversation with my good friend, uh, Greg Krim. And go make it a great day and keep in that growth space. Be well, my friend. Thank you.